Coming up, we have our review of the Hard Rock Cafe at Universal City Walk, uh, plus just a little bit more. Live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 84 of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. The Dis Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect vacation to Universal Orlando. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode i had to think if it was today's episode last week's episode or next week's episode you just never know i am your host craig williams and today also accompany me in this room in the back rhino clavin hello everybody wait you got to turn and look at the camera real slow like newscaster style hold on that, bring it back to Craig. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There we go. Give me a credit. In the back today, Rhino Clavin, associate producer. Hello, everyone. Oh, <laughs> greetings. <laughs> Welcome. Thank it's you. It's weird because I want to look at you, but the camera's over here. And yes. Hi, Craig. Hi. Nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, well, not of course, because this is the very first time for this show and uh, for basically a lot of stuff. Uh, new associate producer. Oliver Green, <laughs> he go. will be Hello. monitoring the audio and video today, so if anything goes wrong day. with this, if it sounds awful, uh, you can write to him, Oliver, at DisneyInfo.com. I don't want to hear a word about it. His phone number is 407-890. I don't think that's right. I don't even know my own number. I kind of hoped you would just keep going, and then we could see, like... If there's a person who just out in the world is now getting telephone calls. Eight nine zero three four three one. We okay. We've just upset them someone yeah. clearly, I'm sure. You know what? If anyone actually cares to do that, you have way too much time on your hands. So oh yeah, we've got a, a great big amazing huge huge show for you today. Uh yeah, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we ate at the Hard Rock Cafe at Universal City Walk and uh as we we teased on Tuesday, the results were quite quite shocking, to say the least. Um, I'm very excited to talk about it in just a little bit. I know you can't tell from my enthusiasm or my voice, uh, but that's just life. That's how I am. You'll have to deal with it. Um, before we aren't going to just jump right into that all the way, because of course this is the Universal Edition of the Is Unplugged, and we have to waste our time talking about uh, so many unnecessary things before we can possibly get there. Um, so before we talk about the thing we're going to talk about, before we get to the thing we're supposed to talk about, does anyone have any housekeeping? Um, no. I feel like I did, but then I forget. I always forget. I never. I never remember. Yeah, you don't. You don't know. Yeah, it's just the pen and paper of the days of the past, man. I just like to live in the wind. Mm. What's that from? Life, bro. Is that a, is that a you original? Yeah. Is that a Rhino original? <laughs> it's my excuse for why I didn't write something down. I don't think I got a housekeeping thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, I do want to mention that uh, we didn't really like go crazy with it on social media. I don't think we really did at all. But the past couple of days, we uh, spent out over staying at Universal. Um, we were actually there, yeah overstaying our time there we were at um where were we at royal pacific we were at royal pacific resort it's so, so good that you instantly remembered yeah mm. I'd, it's been kind of a blur so we spent mm. four days over there going all around the hotel stuff like that um dining at all the places because uh we are we are going to start jumping back into the hotels a little bit more this year. Um, and the first one, especially because Sapphire Falls will be opening up uh, mm-hmm. very shortly, sometime in July, uh, or as Pete would like to refer to it as Emerald Bay. Um, yeah, so <laughs> if anyone ever runs into Pete and wants to know what he thinks of Sapphire Falls and what it's starting to look like with the construction, then just refer to it as Emerald Bay. He'll it, know instantly what you're talking about. It's I'm, not green at all either, so... I don't know where he's getting it from. You can just pick. I'm going to start picking Ruby Waterfall. Make up my own name. Oh, everyone's going to name the resort now. 
<laughs> Topaz Terrace. Mm, to Paul's. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we are going to be kicking off and doing a little bit look, a little bit more in-depth look, a uh, different look than what we did before uh, last year whenever we covered the hotels and the cruise. Uh, this time we're going to kind of dedicate a month, well, two shows of a month each month to uh, the hotels and everything along with it. So look for that in june i think we're doing not it's kind of like sandwiched in the middle june's a big month because we have kong coming up right at the end of it and hotels before that something else i don't keep track of this stuff i don't write it down so if anyone wants to know what to get the Diz Unplugged <laughs> Universal team for any sort of a holiday or anything like that, a good notepad, a good pen and paper, <laughs> maybe teach us how to use our iPhones. I don't know. Well, see, I've been I've been thinking about making a device that you carry with you in your pocket where you can like put down stuff in a calendar that lets you know when you need to be somewhere or do something. Well, now you've blown that idea because all these followers or <laughs> listeners or whoever these people are that – Want to listen to our annoying voices are going to steal your idea. I don't think so. I don't believe anyone that follows our show has ever successfully licensed or uh, filed for a patent. So <laughs> no, no, if that is completely right. different, then that's going to be the new tagline for the show. No one has successfully ever filed a patent while yeah. watching this show. If you have successfully filed a patent, please write to us uh, on Twitter at... Diz Universal or email uopodcast at disunplug.com and Apps let us know. don't count. They already existed before. Yeah, let us know what your patent was. Um, okay, that's enough ridiculousness. We've already lost 16 people in the the spread up <laughs> wow. to this. I bet one of those is the three thumbs down person. <laughs> Can you leave three thumbs oh, maybe. oh, yeah, we get thumbs down immediately before we even start. It's, it's a good feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. It's so, not a sign of what's to come. It's not. So the first thing that I want to jump into before we get it, uh, not a lot of news happened this week. So it's going to be one of those weird ones where we just throw in the news uh, out of, uh, I don't know. I don't know the words I'm looking for anymore. I'm all discombobulated <laughs> today. Uh, it doesn't help that Oliver's in the back, like, going, waving his hands. And he wa- like, <laughs> he wants to keep trying to put up I'm the show trying, notes information, I'm, and I, I'm trying to subtly tell him that, no, it's the end of the show. Yeah. The like, last it's, thing. It's my first time. Go slow, okay? Yeah. So, just so you know, Oliver, we're, we're going to do a – we talk about our show at the end of the show <laughs> yeah. as opposed to the beginning because we like to make sure that if people want that – that information, then they have to stick it out to the. They got to work end. for it. They got to work for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's just jump into it. Meat and potatoes. Hulk, the Incredible Hulk coaster. Mm. Uh, okay, Oliver, that's your cue. Oh yeah, there we go. Sorry. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the Incredible Hulk coaster. Uh, new details have come out on what exactly we are going to be seeing with the. Um, the complete retheming and new details of uh, the Incredible Hulk coaster from the new story that's coming out, the new ride vehicle, the new queue, everything except for the general basis of the ride is going to be pretty much, uh, pretty much unique. And I think it's very exciting. Uh, it's, you know, some people I think were deep down hoping for this to be like the first time that, Disney and Marvel or Disney and Universal work together to bring uh, the cinematic universe into into Universal's Islands of Adventure. But no, we are just getting a more I want to use the word mature look on Marvel Comics. It's definitely not refined. That, yeah, definitely refined. Uh, it's not that nineties nineties uh, Marvel that you currently see all throughout Marvel Superhero Island. It's it's definitely. I, it's sleeker. I like it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Just from just from the the pictures, we've only seen pictures at this point and have heard the details. Obviously, it's not open yet. It will be opening sometime in late summer. Evan said when. My guess is August. Oh, I see. I was guessing September. It's a, can we really mm. call September late summer? That would mean that Halloween you Horror could call, Nights. You could call October. In, that, but that would mean that Halloween Horror Nights would start in summer. Summer doesn't – fall doesn't even begin until like September 25th. So I feel like if there was some sort of issue they had with the coaster, they could open it like the second week of September and be like, we said late summer. No. Nailed it. Erroneous. I don't, I don't like that. So 
Let's talk about this. So the story, as we said, is different. Uh, this one stars General Thaddeus Ross, not being played by William Hurt. Unfortunately. I don't think he's he's going to do it, but I'm sure they got the best William Hurt sound alike that they could possibly afford. I can't I can't Maybe. even try a William Hurt accent, so I can't. It's like it. how do you how do you how do you get boredom across that well? William Hurt? Yeah. yeah. He's got that stretched like all I can think about is him as the dad in Lost in Space. Yeah. I guess I kind of also display that just you listen to me and you're instantly bored so i'll say i'm the night i am are you, you are close, the new thaddeus ross i am as close to william hurt as you can get <laughs> and i am darn proud of it so uh thaddeus ross is looking for volunteers for a new experiment that's happening um that of course includes a gamma radiation oh, they should be um, careful. That stuff's in the process they call and i'm doing air quotes for everyone listening right now hulkification well, that doesn't sound like it's not scientific at all. Preparation H, as they're <laughs> referring to it as, for hulkification. Hulkification is, according to Universal, a potentially life-altering process first introduced by Dr. Bruce Banner, giving the end result that uh, subjects will have magnificent strength and a forceful amount of energy. Uh, so... The point of doing this is Thaddeus Ross is going to convert all the people going through into super soldiers or something else entirely. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I hope he didn't say that. I hope he wasn't like, well, we'll probably turn you guys into super soldiers or something else entirely. Dun, dun, dun. So what does that mean for everything in general? Well, the Q, uh, you're going into a military compound now, and uh, that's obviously where General Ross is. And you'll get to see some of the weird experiments that they're they're doing using the high-tech equipment. Uh, so it's going to be very, very, very intense in that aspect. And, uh, you know, that's whenever you get to the Gamma Core, <coughs> which I believe is also going to be known as kind of the, the whole loading area. That's where the Gamma Core is going to be, and that's where the the actual um, the the ride's going to start. And you're going to get in there, and the the Gamma Accelerator powers up, and then uh, that's whenever stuff happens, right? Things take a turn. Are you double checking? What's that? Are you double checking the story? Well, no, that no, that's that's it. I'm just kind of see. I'm just kind of looking trail. at. What's that? Trailed off at the end, that's all. Yeah, no, I was, I was already looking one step ahead to the next one. So that's kind of it. So the the ride is still essentially the same after that point. You're on the loading area. It's going to shoot off like it did before. Same speed, same course, all that. Other differences, uh, the ride vehicle. Um, it is, as they describe it, it's sleek and modern, and I would absolutely agree. It's, it's green. It looks like a sports car, almost like a, a really... Really, really fast sports car, um, and they're also adding speakers onto the oh onto the ride vehicle. I love that. So, and the speakers will be playing um, an original ride score created by Patrick Stump, who we all know from Fallout Boy. Mm. Unless you don't know Fallout Boy, then you don't know Patrick Stump. But for those of us who do, that's where it's from. So, I don't know if it's going to be just all electronic. If he's going to be singing, I hope he's not singing. You don't want that screaming voice at you while you're. I don't. I don't mind him. I don't like. I don't like early Fallout Boy. Oh, I'm I actually. Of Pete Wentz is the lead singer of Fallout Boy. He's the lead singer, right? No, Pete Patrick Wentz? Stump is. Who's Pete Wentz? Pete Wentz is the bass player, the twiny. Oh, okay. Then I was thinking I was getting him confused with Panic at the Disco for a second. Yeah, no, 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 no. I no. do that sometimes. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm just imagining a Panic at the Disco track now on the hook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. So, even though I've never done this ride, sorry, I'm going to wait till you change the shot every time, and then I'll start talking. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, you have to. You have to be excited for this one. They are doing a lot of extras, and then uh, the last kind of big thing that I like to look at is the actual entrance to the queue. Instead of the, it wasn't awful before, but it was this just a really kind of basic Hulk sign, and it was there. Not really impressive from the outside. Now. Uh, they repurposed old pieces of the track from whenever they took it out, and oh. they kind of they 
made this brand new marquee where the Hulk is kind of holding up one of the ride vehicles in the old track. And I am just super thrilled about this one. I didn't realize that that was looking at the artwork that that was the entrance to the ride. I thought that was just someone getting a bit too excited over at Universal in Photoshop creating the artwork because that's actually if that's how it's going to look, that's impressive. Yeah. That looks really, really nice. I mean, that's at night. Obviously, the picture's at night. This yeah. isn't daytime. Not daytime. It's not going to look like that twenty four hours a day. Let's have a look. <laughs> a shame, yeah. really. So at mm. night, there is a potential for it to look like that. I mean, I, I can. I can imagine it in the day. I mean, no people would have to be in that picture as well, too. Waiting. Yeah. I just, no, I, I need you to understand. I, 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 I'm glad they didn't add people in because the people in the chocolate emporium photo creep me out. So I'm happy there isn't any of those. Well, they're see-through and then they're always the same people in every shot. It's weird. Oh, you're just Mr. Magorium's chocolate emporium. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The some Magorium chocolate emporium. Or whatever it's being called now. So, yeah, the I'm very cafe. I'm very excited now for the Incredible Hulk's return. Uh, it's still, unless I'm sitting in the front row, it makes. I'm sure it's still going to make me incredibly sick. Got to take it's a that very Dramamine. intense ride. No, it's not the Dramamine. It's just just whipping your brain it's around. A, yeah, it's just a ride. It's mm-hmm. probably the the oh, most intense really roller coaster. Really convincing me to go. I've on been on. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a good ride. It's, it's something to do. It's just, I found if you don't sit in the front seat and you're going along with the motions, then it's very rough. But with a new track also means it's probably going to be a lot smoother. Um, anytime they replace track on a ride or a ride opens up for the first time, it's always that nice, do pleasant you, experience. Do you think that they're going to do this? Do you think this is the first step in an overhaul to Marvel Island? Do you think they're going to start blanketing the rest of it in that mature, refined look? Yeah, absolutely. No, they have to. They can't just have this now sitting like not matching the not matching everything else so they have to start matching everything else along with it and uh yeah i think they're as everyone already speculates they've they've got to start incorporating um the characters that they can currently license a lot more i don't know if they'll use fantastic four uh as much considering how unpopular those characters are um but you know they they basically own the right to all the the main Avengers that they currently already have featured around the island. So uh, they might as well they might as well start featuring them a little bit more prominently instead of just like here's a picture of them. Yeah. So it's ex- we'll see it's, what happens. It's kind of it's exciting. I'm, it's just it's just one of those wait and sees. I like that it's like not something new, but it's a, a property they've had, and they're just giving it some love, the love it deserves. Yeah, no, it, it needs to it to keep it fresh. You know, there's no doubt about it that Marvel Superhero Island is every year that goes on, it dates itself a little more. That doesn't mean the attractions in Marvel Superhero Island and the dining options and some of the shopping experience. It doesn't mean that those aren't great. Uh, the Hulk was good before. I, I do. I'm glad that they are giving it this new treatment. Spider Man, the the whenever they upgraded the projectors, yeah. that was absolutely looks really just good. wonderful. Uh, Doctor Doom, something needs to happen with that. But um, you know, in terms of that '90s characters, even uh, that's nostalgic for people of our age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that's even starting to die out. So they've got to start updating to the times. And get with it. Otherwise, they're going to do something to screw themselves over out of their agreement with Marvel that they're not keeping it up enough and showing off the characters to the Just their for the potential. To happen. And so we'll see what happens. But we're taking one step in the right direction with that. So with that, let's talk about Hard Rock Cafe, mm. a Universal City Walk. Mm. Mm. Let's. We ate there. We did. We. To do a dining review. Mm-hmm. We had food. Mm-hmm. We ate the food. It was, I don't want to tell you what it was yet. I don't want to tell you yet. Okay, so uh, we will get all into the nitty-gritty details of the Hard Rock Cafe in Orlando. But before we do that, uh, we have uh, just a brief video, 90 seconds, kind of showing some of the highlights of our experience, uh, things we did, stuff we saw. You know, the crap we always show as much as possible. So <laughs> The beautiful, beautiful crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to go ahead. For those of you who are watching this currently, you're going to see it. So 
but for the people listening, uh, we'll make sure that there's a link to it in the show notes. Or if you subscribe to youtube.com slash the Diz, you'll be able to find it there. So uh, with that, let's, uh, let's go. Wow. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm jazzed up right now. I want to go back to the hard rock. Fuck around. Let's go now. I, d- I actually do really want to go now again because that food looked real good. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into the nitty gritty uh, of all of this. Um, wow. Where did the Hard Rock Cafe begin? What did it I begin? don't know. Right, tell us. Where did it begin? I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought you had the answer. Right this is, this it is was some a of the research. Town called Hard Rock. The, cr- the crack <laughs> research that goes into uh, <laughs> producing this show is. Coming up with these things on the spot where we didn't think about. Well, I can tell you this, that the first Hard Rock Cafe opened on the 14th of June in 1971 in Piccadilly, London, under the mm-hmm. ownership of young Americans Peter Morton and Isaac Tigret. So really you're saying it's Oliver's fault for not knowing where Hard Rock started because it's your country's home. Oh, yeah. No, this is yeah. this is flat out Oliver's How fault for not you? knowing. It's, everything's my fault. I see why Being the lowest, out now. You know. they, whoa, whoa. <laughs> They wanted to keep me. They were starting a uh, petition to make sure I didn't leave. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Every American knows McDonald's and how it got its start. We do, Why I doesn't? Don't, but it, I, I can't wait to see that movie with Michael Keaton to really figure it out. It doesn't shock me that every American knows McDonald's and how it started. It's a cornerstone of the American diet. I've, I eat McDonald's weekly now. But how do you not know where the Hard Rock Cafe got its start since okay. it started in London? So, wait there. Who, who, did, did it not just say that it was opened by Americans in in London? <laughs> yeah, but and it doesn't wait, was matter. It, was it not Americans that opened McDonald's? Yes, but they opened it in America. So how do you... Mar- in America. Mar- drop, Mar- drop the A. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you not know your own countrymen's restaurants abroad or not? What's a British mm. thing that somebody came here and started? The war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that went real well for you. Oh, we let you have it. We seen what, we seen what direction it was going in, and we were like, no, no, it's, it's fine. You can you keep it. You just stop throwing your tea in the harbor, and we'll leave. <laughs> I'm from there. I- <laughs> so for those of you not in the know, Hard Rock Cafe, beyond, we'll get past the where it started and who should know war. where it started, all those details. Uh, it is a chain that is literally all across the world. Is it off the? I don't believe they have one on the moon yet. No, but I meant off the chain. Off? No, <laughs> stupid, um, <laughs> dumb. But whenever we make it to the moon, I think it will be a three-way tie between McDonald's, Subway, or Subway Hard really? Rock Cafe, of which will be the first to oh, actually McDonald's. be on the moon. McDonald's. It will be McDonald's, one hundred percent McDonald's. You think Subway's really going to be in the running? For there are more Subways in America than McDonald's. <gasps> Shut up! Really? Yeah. No. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. Here's a bit of you trivia for you. It was McDonald's was the now, number think one. Think about it. Food. Every gas station you stop off whenever you're driving on the highway, you always see a subway attached to it. Oh yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yoga mats on the moon. You know. I don't know if that's changed since Jared kind of switched. That's right. I didn't want to say we won't go there. Yeah, we're not going to go there. Um, (laughs) We won't be touching on that subject. Yeah, we we will avoid that one. But um, I don't think Oliver knows who Jared is. (laughs) No, I don't. My knowledge of Jared is from South Park. Jared. 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 My knowledge of Jared. Jared. My knowledge of Jared is from South Park and South Park only. So you've just given me a little nugget of information I was not aware of, though. So, um, wow. Well, I I know what the part in South Park you're thinking about with Jared. But it's not the same thing. It's it's how he lost all of his weight. Yeah. Yeah. So... yeah, so Hard Rock Cafes, they're all over the place. Uh, you basically can't go to a country uh, without finding a hard – I'm sure like some of the more poor nations of Africa or Asia don't have them, but I've never been, so I can't really tell. Antarctica, I doubt there's one in Antarctica. The penguin's their mascot. Mm. You can get the penguin burger. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if, if, if you've been living under a rock for the past – 50 years. A hard rock. <laughs> so. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, just get ready for these. I'm sure we can pull out some more. I'm excited uh, for this. 
they're all over the place. What do they serve? Um, food. Well, food. Good times. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Merchandise. Um, yeah. Sometimes awkward experiences. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. They sell Merchant all of those. Uh, but, yeah, so obviously it, it's kind of a burger and rib, and it's, a, it's your typical crappy American fare. However, it might or may not be crappy. May or may not be. Um, the one of the biggest complaints that a lot of people say about Hard Rock Cafe is a lot of the food is uh, you know very it's very similar to something like you'd find at TGI Fridays except yeah. double the price um, for a lot of the entrees and stuff because it is a very tourist place. Um, you know, it's if you go into a place where you don't know anything, you can't speak the language. At the end of the day, you could probably walk into. A hard rock cafe. American cheeseburger. The order one American <laughs> cheeseburger. Wow, this has the potential to be extremely offensive. So it, it, um, I was trying to be Russian. So if there's any Russians out there, I apologize for that. Wow, <laughs> American cheeseburger in Russia. Yes, in Russia. In Russia. In Russia. You know what? If if Elizabeth Olsen can butcher a Russian accent, and <laughs> it's this, I'm doing the Sokovian hard rock. <laughs> no longer exists. So, inside you will find all the fun decor from musicians here, there, everywhere, dead, alive. Um, mm. It's just. It's just it's a pretty crazy place. Lots lots of unique items that you can find. It's one of those things where, uh, you know, you can spend an hour and a half sitting down eating a meal, but you could spend easily a couple hours walking around just trying to find every little bit of thing. And the the Hard Rock in uh, the Hard Rock in Orlando is cool stuff. It, it's got some of the coolest. It's also, unless this has changed, it is the biggest hard rock cafe oh, in really? the world. What? In, in the, the world? world? Yeah. That's surprising. Oh, wow, it's yeah. not exactly huge. No. Uh, and, and I, Did I, you not walk around it? No, I went upstairs, but I just, in my head, I thought there'd be bigger ones. Is it considered the largest one because it has the arena? Like the, not the arena, but yeah, the, so I, the, I think the, that, uh, that's part I think, of it, right? I think that also has a little bit of stuff to do with this it. hard rock here at City Walk um, hosts performers, Jeez. like comedians, um, bands, whatever, inside of the uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a, the entire hard rock complex is uh, basically situated right between both of the theme parks. Uh, whenever whenever Universal first opened up and Hard Rock Cafe was there, it was kind of over back where Kid Zone is now and. That's how you could get to the Hard Rock Cafe. Now it's situated in between both theme parks. Uh, you can't miss it because it looks like a giant coliseum that is crumbling apart with the wicked power of rock and roll. That's what rock and roll will do to you. Destroy yeah. your coliseum. Exactly. And uh, on the inside, massive two stories, multiple, multiple different rooms. There's a CBGB GB room all the way in the back in the main floor. Oh, There's an Elvis room the Elvis up above. Good. There's... There's lots. There's special rooms that you have to ask for tours of, even like the mm-hmm. the John Lennon green room. If someone's there is available that can give you the tour of that, they'll take you in. It's uh, from what I hear um, from some people who've worked there before. That's it's proudly touted as one of the places where uh, artists are allowed to go in and smoke illegal substances before mm. they go and put on a show. Oh, interesting. So, but I don't know. The police might say something different about that. But yeah, if at the end of the day, if you don't want to eat at this Hard Rock Cafe, I still highly recommend going in and walking around because it is it, it's a unique one. Um, it, it's worth checking out. I mean, so you're you walk, going into the bar yeah. to have a drink and then just take it all in. I mean, the, you walk right in the front door. They got Michael Jackson's uh, red jacket from uh, the bad. I'm Ow! sorry. Beat it. Beat it. I'm sorry. From beat it. Um, and they're playing the music video on repeat. And I like mm. the red jacket from Beat It better than the one from Thriller. So I was I was pretty happy. They have uh, fun stuff. Have the Prince merchandise too. Our server was very quick quick to uh, point out. Oh, is that what his, she was saying? Yeah, because I was of just his recent departure. I just couldn't. You know, well, that was nice of her to capitalize was, on his. Well, yeah, <laughs> misfortune. But yeah. Anyway, so let's start getting into our experience. I think we can all mm. agree that. It is 
it is cool. It is cheesy being inside a hard rock, but it is also very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It, it definitely, you, I mean, it, it's when you walk by outside, they're like blaring, you know, it's all kind of classic music i get i don't even know yeah, it's classic because it's it's stuff still from like today yeah they were i think when we walked up they were playing the uh the theme song for americans funniest home videos <laughs> yes the classic american yeah. jam i'm not sure if that's I true think. but i i you know the the plan it's just i don't know it's a good mix of music you like you said there's all the memorabilia around it's pretty wide open it's it's got a vibe it definitely yeah. has an atmosphere they know very distinct yeah, atmosphere. they know it's create an atmosphere right they, yeah they know their goal, and they do it well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So let's get into the food. We started right. Um, right off the bat with appetizers, as we all do. We are working to try to kill ourselves slowly, slowly, and slowly, and slowlier, and slowlyest, and slowlyitis. Uh, we, want, we want to die by intaking as much grease and fat as we possibly can. So where did we start? We started at the Jumbo Combo. Yeah, so Yum. the Jumbo Combo featured a lot of stuff. Uh, their signature wings that could be uh, served in multiple different varieties of sauces from, I believe, mild, medium, and then uh, hot and sweet, which is what we ended up trying. Uh, there was onion rings. There was Tupelo chicken tenders. Now, don't don't believe that. They were just regular chicken tenders. They had nothing to actually do with the city of Tupelo. Uh, there was Southwest Spring Rolls. <laughs> Um, and then also uh, Parmesan flatbread and bruschetta. 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 Going back to the Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> bruschetta. In my country, we bruschetta. Have bruschetta. Served with different sauces, including honey mustard, hickory barbecue, and blue cheese dressing. Now, um, no, and then there was a, the Southwest Egg Rolls had some sort of like avocado th- dressing thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was where all good. It did. So, what, did, what were your impressions? I I liked so on this plate here I had the Southwest egg rolls, the bruschetta, the bruschetta and the um chicken finger. And um I like I like a good Southwest egg roll. These were very good. I like the sauce a lot that came with it. Um and the bruschetta was actually like a pretty big chunk of it too. It wasn't like a small bruschetta. It was big and it was like loaded with stuff. And that was good and the, the chicken um tender was actually I'm glad I ended up trying it because I wasn't going to, and um, it had a very interesting, like, crust mm-hmm. um, that was very sweet. Uh, but I thought that was a pretty good appetizer for us, for the table. Mm, it was good. What do you think, Oliver? I didn't think there was a bad thing on the plate, really. Did I, you try everything on there? I, yeah, I sampled everything um, at least once. Um, the onion rings were, I'd say, just your average onion rings. They weren't bad. There was just nothing special about them. The uh, chicken finger tender things, they were very nice. They were really quality cuts of chicken, which yeah. you just wouldn't expect, to be honest. It it far outweighed my um, expectations. Um, what were those called? Sorry, um, the Southwest <laughs> Egg Rolls. They were very good as well. Nice and crunchy. Again, tasted very, very fresh. So I was overall. What was your favorite thing on this? Probably the uh, chicken. It was, it was the wing just, or the the. No, not the wing. The, the wing because I'm not a, like I well I like I love a good chicken finger. So <sighs> interesting. We all love a good chicken finger. I think um, that's why we look the way we do. Yes. <laughs> Ill. Body by chicken finger. <laughs> There we go. That's the uh, thumbnail. I am. <laughs> it's a good thing I pick them. Uh, I. This was actually. This was okay. This was good. Um, I didn't have everything on there. I had a wing. I had one onion ring. I did not have any of the Tupelo chicken tenders because, again, as Oliver just kind of admitted, he lost his mind when he saw chicken tenders. I did go to town on those. You did. They you were just grabbed good. them all. I actually had to fight him for I, one. It it's wasn't like, that bad. You, yeah, can, it was a you bit. can get chicken tenders literally anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. but they're yeah, they not good. Country. They don't I'm, have them there. Like, I'm from England, not like Uzbekistan. It's, it's pretty much the same, just smaller portions in a different accent. Just pissed off that one person that lives yeah. from Uzbekistan. Great. Uh, there goes our international audience. There it goes. Oh, no. And I also did not have the bruschetta. That was good. Uh, I did. I had two of the Southwest Spring Rolls because I think those were the standout winner of I everything agree. on this plate. Mm. Um and the wings weren't bad either. Decent sauce and a nice meaty wing. 
cooked, I'll say, I'll say a, a thing well. I like about um, this, speaking of those wings, is I, I like a restaurant that'll give you a wet nap. I feel like I go to a lot of places and nothing ever has a wet nap, and the, the server immediately brought out wet naps for everybody for this one. A wet napkin, do you mean? Yes, wet nap. That's what they're called. I've wet never nap. heard that in my life. What do you call them? A wet napkin. <laughs> in a bag. It comes in a yeah, sealed the ones, bag. They're like called the wet naps. Can, oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. Wet nap. Wet nap. Wet nap. Wet nap. It sounds like you're saying, like, what nap? Wet nap. 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 Almost. Um, it That's was drinking twenty three ninety five, I believe, for this one. It was either twenty two or twenty three ninety five. Yeah, one of the two. Uh, I, think I think it was, it was worth it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's smarter considering like a lot of the other appetizers in there were eight or nine dollars. Um, and none of these were none of these were separately appetizers either. Except like, the, right? the chicken tenders you could get separately. Okay, um, and wings you could get separately. That was it. Uh, and yeah, some of the, I think there was an appetizer or two that was even like ten fifty, eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. So uh, for just a little bit more, you could get a nice variety selection. So if you're going with a big table, I would recommend just well, doing there were the jumbo four of combo. Us. Mm, yeah, so that that fed that fed four of us comfortably. It wasn't like we were like, oh, I only got to try that one thing. I know Craig was, said he only tried the one or two of the things, but there was enough to yeah. have more than one. Yeah, there was yeah. no one sitting around that table that can't eat. We're all big eaters. Yeah, yeah I just just I know to when to pick my battles and when to not put my fingers near someone's mouth when they want something. <laughs> You said it. Daddy. I should like finish my sentences and then take pauses. Uh, so let's uh, let's let's take a twist then and go into what happens after appetizers, entrees. That's a big Rhino. Twist here. I'm going to cut it over to you. Hold what on. Did, uh, what did you get? I got this southern salad, which I will love to show you a photo of here. Um, it was. I I thought I was doing the right thing. And getting something because we this is what how many days into our stay was this three? I think we went on Monday or Tuesday, so it was, it, it was like two. We'd already was, had a meal or two. It was about five meals. <laughs> yeah, because we had done we had done some other meals experiences, and I was just like, "Good God, I haven't seen a vegetable in so long." Um, so I went to order the salad, and as you can see, it's very healthy with the fried chicken on it. Um, but it was a it was a big salad. Like honestly, I couldn't finish it. Um, it but. It, it it was good. The chicken was cooked really well. I liked it. it had this like apple um, kind of cider vinegar sort of mm. uh, dressing on it, which was I thought uh, an interesting choice for this. Because normally when you get a salad that's like chicken finger based, um, it's usually like a honey mustard or a ranch dressing. I feel like, but but that was good. It was good. It was it was actually surprisingly light. I liked the pieces of eggs in it, and I didn't know until I read the description just a few minutes ago that. Um, those in the photo here are actually supposed to be pickles. I thought those were cucumbers. They and, look like cucumbers. Yeah, but it, I think they were like in-house made pickles. So I don't. I'm not sure that they quite had pickled yet. But um, but but also there was some kale in this salad that I thought blended really nicely. I would definitely recommend recommend this to somebody. Yeah. yeah. Did you actually go over all the ingredients that were in there? No, I'm sorry. The candied bacon. There was candied bacon in it too. Candy you know, you, do you do you have it up? Because yeah, I'm just course. looking at a photo. Yeah, it's uh, fe- fresh field greens. And kale tossed in a cider vinaigrette with homemade pickles, vine-ripened tomatoes, candied bacon, roasted corn, praline pecans, or pecans, and hard-boiled eggs. Topped with crispy southern fried chicken, buttermilk, remoulade, and a tangy barbecue drizzle. I wish they had more of the remoulade and the drizzle, to yeah. be honest. Like, I feel like that. I, the waitress brought me an extra thing of dressing. I thought she was going to bring me that, and she brought me the cider. Um, but... Oh, I, I, overall, it's, it's big. I actually don't think that, I mean, I don't even know if this picture does it justice. It's a pretty big bowl and that's a, it's a pretty big helping. Yeah. And how much, how much was that? It was like 15, maybe. I don't that's, have. Oh, okay. Hard Rock Cafe is smart and on their websites, they don't list the prices. And of course my crack team didn't think about, uh, you know, remembering what they ate or writing down <laughs> the prices. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Very good. Oliver. Well, actually, you didn't answer the second part of your question. What else did you eat, Rhino? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. These were actually one of the highlights of the meal for me. Um, I got these. So um, the Hard Rock has these artisanal artisanal yes. Um, yes. fries, and there's a couple of different um, types of them. And I went with the herb and... Mm, Who's herb? Herb. Herb. The herb, 
McMahon fries with the what is that chimichurri mayonnaise? I actually don't know what they were called, but that's chimichurri mayonnaise, and that mayonnaise was uh, pretty yeah. awesome. These are the herb, the herb and garlic fries with chimichurri mayo. Okay, I believe yeah. that they were like around a dollar more to upgrade. Well, no, I just got them as a side though. Yeah, and they were about like three bucks for the side of them. Um, but I I would highly recommend these. I thought this was really cool. A nice little, it, and it's a nice it's a nice amount. It's not like I don't know. It's it's good. I like that they were using like chimichurri. Like you don't see that as like a side for fries ever. So oh yeah, it was totes cute. Yeah, totes bro. Totes. That's I, I know. I, it's such a fatty of me to say that the fries were the highlight of my meal, but they the, were good. They were good. If it makes you feel they better, were we good. were sharing them. We shared them around the table. It wasn't just Rhino. Mm-hmm. I only had one though, so let's be very clear about that. Mm. I did not try to enjoy them as much, but we'll get to why I didn't care about enjoying yours. We will get there. We will. Oliver. Cool. Hello. I What sorry. you have. <laughs> sorry, I need prompting sometimes. I had the uh, the legendary burger, uh, which is this one just here. Was it? It's your it's it was it was good. It was your run of the mill burger, lettuce, tomato. Bacon, tomato, lettuce, <laughs> lettuce. Did you, I just said lettuce as well? Lettuce, How tomato, do you say lettuce, lettuce uh, not no, lettuce, not lettuce. lettuce, 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 tomato, oh, bacon, cheese, and a succulent burger. Oh God, it was good. No, honestly, it was good. I, I quite enjoyed. Um, how they separated, as you can see from the photo, they separated the pickles and um, the salady parts because not everyone likes those. I do. I am a big fan of salad. I think it adds to. The yeah, but I had to ask you too because I was like, "Did you take that out and start eating it with your fork and knife?" Or <laughs> just look at look at how well that's presented. I'd be impressed if I managed to dissect that from the burger without getting it covered in cheese. Yeah. Thank sure. you for thinking so much of me, Rhino. I thank you. Well, I also thought maybe there was an. Uh, uh, cultural divide with you eating the toppings of a burger with a fork and knife not with the burger so again england not yeah. like uzbekistan well you really have something against those uzbekistanians was, I, oh, they're fine i'm just sure they don't have a hard rock so that's why i was they picking might. them out they but might. No, overall looking back at it, it was um yeah fries were were good they were they were, the way it's hard to get into depth about this burger because it is your run of the mill burger. But the way I would describe the meal I had here is when you go into a place like Hard Rock, you have a um, a, a preconceived idea of what you're going to be eating, the quality and what's going to be on the menu. Now the menu lived up to that idea. They were serving stuff that was expected. They were serving burgers, fries, steaks, stuff like that. The quality of the food the, that you're eating does not match the price you pay, I believe. I thought it far exceeded that. So I was very, very impressed with the quality. Mm. My burger was – it was – when someone prepared that, they put a lot of time into it. Well, mm. not a lot of time. They took the time when making my burger. The bun was uh, toasted just right so it didn't seep through. Um, I asked for the burger medium. It was medium. Um, yeah, and it just, it was a very, very good burger. And that's saying something because as we previously said, um, we, we were all very full at this point. You know, we'd, uh, we certainly weren't short of, um, food in our bellies. And when you enjoy a meal like we did, I think that says a lot because, you know, we weren't exactly starving at this point. Mm -hmm. Agree. So I guess that just leaves what I ate and what I ate was a special so right now um hard rock cafe is in the middle of their special promotion throughout the world they're doing their world burger tour burger their world burger tour so their world burger tour means at uh world burger tour two so of 2016 so what that means is uh they're essentially just um they're show showcasing different burgers from different places at all of their different ones. I think based on the cities that also have a hard rack cafe, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I said hard rack. Didn't <laughs> you did I? say hard rack again. That was yeah. brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Hard rack cafe. Um, only after the surgery. <laughs> God. I'm not positive on if how accurate that is, but uh, on our menu, they were showing off a, uh, uh, Aloha burger, which was, 
you know, representing Hawaii and that had uh, that had pineapple and spam on it. And then that's not the burger. That's, oh, that's not it. I'm saying <laughs> examples. I apologize. Oh, my goodness. This How is pressure. Spam cooked? <sighs> Wasn't didn't we have a discussion about the spam? Yeah, we we did, we had a lot. We had way too many discussions about spam. Uh, uh, like there was also sweet. a Greek burger that had you know it had uh, goat cheese and feta and tzatziki or however I say it wrong. <laughs> I always say it wrong. Um, and then a couple other ones. Oh, but then like if you go to a different Hard Rock Cafe somewhere else, um, I looked at a menu. There's like there's at least. 15 different american varieties that they're doing there's a chicago burger Are they rotating there's a key west burger that Ooh, has like conch on it west? and stuff. oh i want to try that one mm, that sounds um, good there's a german one that has schnitzel instead of the burger all right and there's I'm a couple board. there's like an english sunday breakfast let's go to hard burger. rock Tapper. sounds interesting so, there's a casino we'll gamble we'll eat our burgers so yeah it's it all depends on which one you're at this one i was Okay, with the selection, I was kind of torn between the Hawaii burger and the Las Vegas burger, which is what I ended up going with. And that one was called the Atomic Burger. Uh, and that featured atomic fried onions, jalapenos, tomato, arugula, pepper jack cheese on a toasted brioche mm. bun, smothered in sriracha mayo, stacked with two atomic beer battered peppers for a fiery finish, served with seasoned fries and atomic ketchup. However, I took it up to the next level by also trying their featured fries as part of the Burger World Tour, World Burger Tour, and I got poutine. Yes. Look at they that had poutine, poutine available. My favorite French fry gravy and cheese curd meal that you could ever throw together. Um, I was expecting this to be hot because, you know, they atomic you automatically think it's going to be very very fiery hot this was not this was tame at most this would have been rhino complaining saying well it said it's spicy but it's not really that spicy i would have been complaining because it was too hot or complaining because it wasn't it wasn't hot enough oh because if it doesn't have that kick then you complain yeah i do i absolutely do this this did not have that kick you just named you just named jalapenos you said fried peppers you said pepper jack that thing should uh, with uh, I'm sorry, what was it? Sriracha mayo. Yeah. If you look yeah. at the mayo as well, there, there's a chili seed in there. From what it looks yeah, like, that's so. not mayonnaise, Oliver. That's called no, ketchup sorry, in ketchup, the United States. Ketchup. I apologize. Um, oh. So uh, I know I know it's backwards for you guys, but I'm just like that thing sh- that I I can feel a tingle in my mouth. And if you're telling me right now that mouthfeel wasn't happening, it didn't happen. Mouthfeel did not happen at all. However, this was this was just simply delicious. Uh, I really. You know, we went in with the almost the objective goal of wanting to hate this because yeah. it is Hard Rock Cafe kind well, of. Like we, had you you had never eaten there before? I've ate at this one once before, and I've done Hard Rock cafes around the world, and yeah. I don't I don't mind it. Like you go whenever you go to a city where it's just overrun with tourist uh, tourist uh, dining options yeah. all mm-hmm. over. At the end of the day. I you know whenever my family has done that uh I think the last one we ate at before this one was like Niagara Falls way way back when and you know I can remember it wasn't bad it's but you it's just, what, it's like what you said the memory you have in your head is like nothing special but kind of expensive yeah um and but it's also it's you know you can go there if all else fails there's always a hard rock cafe and but this wasn't the case this was wonderful to the point that I walked away saying okay we know we can go to Cowfish for good burgers. We know we can go to, um, whatchamacallit, the NBC Sports, Sports Brilling Guru for a, for a very decent burger. And we know that you can uh, – I, I, I lost the last one. Uh, there's somewhere else that – oh, cheese, Cowfish. The oh. Cheeseburger in Paradise. Oh, yeah, yeah, Over yeah. at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. I've had three good burgers from all of those, some better than others. Um, but now I have to add Hard Rock Cafe on this list. I Hard wanted their, Cafe. I wanted to add their local burger, but right now they're not showcasing a local burger from Orlando because uh, because of the World Burger Tour going on. But their typical one that they have features macaroni and cheese on oh, it. Oh shoot! I almost said a bad word. I was so excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I I was like so disappointed to hear that I couldn't get it. But this was still a really solid burger uh, for the fourteen dollars that it cost. It cost a little extra to get the poutine. I think that was another three dollars. But this was 
uh, this was really good poutine. Um, it was, it's not as good as the kind you'll get in Canada. I can't say like which location I, when I was in Canada last, I had, but that's their thing. That's I had jam. poutine like every 16 minutes. Uh, so, <laughs> but this was solid. This was actually really good, worth trying. Um, but yeah, that was a good entree, very good entree. So let's wrap things up with our desserts. Okay, let's do that. I'll see it rain. Later. Which one do you want to? Which because uh, something happened when I opened the photos. So I'm going to start with our smaller dessert that came in a plate. Okay. Well, you you, you make it full screen, and then Craig will know. There you go. Yeah, the the Oreo. Oh, okay. Well, I wanted the him Oreo. To do, he likes to do it. Was, what we would call Oreo cheesecake, I believe they tried to refer to it as cheesecake, homemade cheesecake with Oreo pieces and chocolate topping. Yeah, what? It's what? Oreo cheesecake. It's just Oreo cheesecake. Yeah. But it was homemade in there. Uh, you know, if you've listened to the show before, you know that we have a passion for fluffy cheesecake, oh, lighter yeah. than air cheesecake. Uh, a, one whipped, that, a whipped cheesecake. One that Pete was very quick to dismiss on. Uh, but I, I would. He, he likes his dense cheesecake. He, he, there was this whole discussion we had about dense versus fluffy. Yeah, but Craig I, and I are in the same fluff boat. I understand for people who are from New York, New Jersey, they think you need a classic New York style cheesecake, like a cheese dense, wheel cheesecake. Like basically, yeah, basically you have to almost break your teeth to yeah. get through the cheesecake. Like I if think, your heart isn't. Uh, <laughs> like beating slower by every bite you're taking, then it's not the cheesecake and for you. I think the rest of the world has come to appreciate cheesecake that is light, fluffy, airy, like like a cloud in your mouth. Oh yeah, cloud it's, mouth. It's the kind that you you just you don't think about how awful it truly is for you because it's so light and airy. How can it possibly? I would have eaten this whole piece just by myself. Like, and I I'm always very conscious of when a piece of cheesecake goes in my mouth. Very conscious about food that goes in my mouth anyways because you have to chew but like this was this yeah you're right like i didn't even realize how many bites i had taken like and we were like full by the time dessert came out so it says a lot that we ate as much as we did of all this stuff it was great yeah i it's still not up there with the fried cheesecake that we had at nba city every time we talk about dessert I always, I have to compare it to that now. That is still like the best That's dessert the bar to set it at. We've gotten anywhere. Um but this was it was fluffy, it was heavenly Oreos. Mm-mm-mm. Finger I looking be, good. I want to be friends with this. And this cheesecake. thing was like this was $8 I want to say, but which is kind of on the pricey side. However, where Rhino said he could finish it, I think Oliver and I were in the same uh, boat with this one where you said, this is a dessert you have to share because of how rich it was. Oh, F you guys. It was. It was It was very rich. It was, um, it was like, a, I can't even put into words how creamy it was. It I didn't was, know we were fat shaming on this show. Well, no, I'm Shame. just saying. It's, and the, the good Shame. thing about that as well Shame. is... Shame. Wait there, Shame. do it again. Shame. Shame. <laughs> it was a big enough portion as well that you could eat it to yourself if you'd be so inclined, but it also wouldn't go, um, it wouldn't be disappointing if you had to share it. That's what I would say about the portion size. But that could just be me and my European appetite. Okay. Oh, excuse me. So, do we not find European palate? <laughs> so, we, I'm guessing we don't have a visual for the other one. We, we do. It's just, it opened in two separate windows. I have no idea uh. why. So, I had to. I, I, the, uh. the two desserts were separated. Uh-huh. This uh-huh. one was good. Hold uh-huh. on. Don't, 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 oh, no, don't no, do it I'm, yet. No, I'm ready. I'm waiting for Christ. The other one we had was a hot fudge brownie, which was a hot fudge brownie sundae, essentially. Um, you know, a big mound of. Vanilla ice cream on top of a brownie just covered in hot fudge and a cherry and some syrup and all that crap that goes on it. Sprinkle. Uh, this was a dessert meant to share between people. Um, Those are jimmies. Those aren't sprinkles. And it was around 9 or $10. I, I don't know about my opinion on this. I think... <laughs> I mean, I, I guess if you really want to start getting into the context of the type of ice cream used, it was Ben & Jerry's, so it was good, high-quality ice cream. Uh, the brownie was piping hot and gooey. Um, it but was steaming. For me, a brownie sundae is something that is really hard to screw up. Uh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I've had some where they don't even – they don't – the brownie in it wasn't heated. I'm like, well, what's the point? Now i got to dig through this thing. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, See, I but I'm also the other. I like for some reason I am a weirdo. I like my cake frozen, and I like brownies cold and thick. Unlike how I like, I like, I like my those. cheesecake, which is light <laughs> and fluffy. Um, my God, your dessert preferences are complicated. It could be a dating profile. Very for sure. complicated to say the least. But no, I like so. I'm also kind of weird on this because I worked at a restaurant called King's back in Pennsylvania, and uh, so we we featured a dessert called the Frownie Sunday, which was a brownie Sunday, all like this, but with their cold, dense brownies that uh, I just ate way too much of. But so that's why I. But I've, I've had a lot in my life. I've had this one. I've had them all over the place. Brownie Sundays, it's basically every menu features their take on a brownie Sunday. Yeah. Kind of like you always see cheesecake places. It's just, it's it's become such a typical dessert. I It was good, but I would rather have the cheesecake. It is what it is, whereas the cheesecake was like made in-house and special. I felt like the cheesecake was the more special of the two yeah. because, like what you said, it was handcrafted like right there. Yeah. I, I would have chosen the cheesecake over this. But saying that, it, it, I think the brownie goes back to what I was saying earlier. You have, um, for somewhere like the Hard Rock, you have that expectation because, like Craig said, a, a, a brownie sundae is something that's very hard yeah. to mess up. So you do have that expectation of, oh, it's just going to be brownie, ice cream, whatever. Yeah. They went the extra mile. I know you don't like it, warm, but I thought it was very good that they actually heated it up. And... There was there was just a lot on there, you know. When you take a look at that photo, it was just yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, I think the thing we can walk away saying about the food overall at Hard Rock Cafe, great quality, not a lot of creativity, but you're getting you're getting what you do pay for. You're paying a premium, but you're at least getting uh you're getting what you pay for, I believe. From yeah. this Yeah, this from place. from our experience that we just had, I would say that every it was worth it and that I would I would actually consider, like, now if someone said, well, let's go to Hard Rock, before I've been like, come on, there's all these, you going to, okay. Sorry, yeah, I just caught up, my mom's elsewhere. I, I was going to say, um, you know, I, you get some people who come into town and visit you, and of all the places you go to City Walk, when people say, I'm going to Hard Rock, I'm always like, oh, come on. But now I'm kind of like, oh, no, I think it's it's good competition for the other stuff. It keeps everything on their toes there. Yeah, I I believe kind of our look at all the restaurants in City Walk has kind of turned into let's find the best unique ones. I think it's kind of turned into does this fit with the overall level of quality that all the Hard Rock caf- cafes have? Not all the Hard Rock cafes, all the restaurants have at uh, Universal City Walk. And I was surprised with Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised again with Hard Rock Cafe. I think all of them right now are on the same level of quality as the original restaurants that Universal's coming up with. And so it is not something uh, you should just automatically skip and walk away from. Uh, if if you can't get into any other restaurant, is it between eating nothing or going to Hard Rock Cafe? You are more than more than good going to Hard Rock Cafe. You'll yeah, have a good time. Enjoy the atmosphere. Get a drink. Have fun. Mm. And that's all I got to say about that. That's all I had to say. Mic drop. That. Well said. You want me to push this over? As I sit back with my double chin. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> nah. um, we are. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I last night was like, not only did I force myself to do like a three mile run. Um, I also was like, no, I'm doing uh, sit ups, push ups and lifting weights today. I am not. And now my arms are killing me. But I was like every one of those bites. I was like one cheesecake, two cheesecake. Yeah. So. I think that is our take on Hard Rock Cafe. So uh, thank you all for sticking with us through all the bizarreness, everything that happened today. It's been another crazy one. Uh, And, uh, of course, if you like what we're doing, make sure to hit that thumbs up button below. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening on iTunes, you're not subscribed to us yet, subscribe to us. You have a friend that you want to tell about us, uh, tell them, too. Why not? What's it going to hurt? Not our feelings. Mm -hmm. Definitely not. Um, Do, uh, you know, also leave us a review on there. Comment. Rhino looks at comments. I'll look at them. I do. I'm very very interactive when I enjoy reading the comments. They They are interesting. 
Interact with us. We like it. Uh, if you need any more information uh, about anything we've talked today, go to our show notes page at disunplugged.com. Find the blue universal button. That's where, <laughs> after all him wanting to press the show notes, and now we all he wanted to do was press the show wait, notes. Wait, 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 wait. Give me a minute. <laughs> no, we don't have a minute. We have to go. Oliver, I have somewhere to go be. To, go oh, my to gosh, our show notes page. No, now he's done something. It's getting worse. We're not going to go for show notes. Go to our show notes page, disunplugged.com. Find the blue universal. Click there you'll find all of our show notes for this episode and any other episodes in the past um, as well as anything <coughs> information wise on our other shows that we have out there disney world disneyland Diz pop all of them um, and uh yeah so again uh, thank you thank you thank you oh, for thank putting you up much. with us uh we appreciate you we love you uh not as much as we love ourselves but that's how it should be we will be back with you next week for another episode of the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. Um, but uh, until then, I just... Uh, what is it? Our, our resolution. Oh, uh, sugar. Next, next time. Next time. Resolution for the Universal Edition.